Victor, let's go to Kenya, where the uh, Kenya Airways uh, pilots are returning to work. Morning, Elvis. Yes, Kenya Airline Pilots Association, if you remember, even the aviation workers had been on strike and they called it off because they said they didn't want to be confused as people who are supporting the airline pilots strike. Kenya Airways is heavily indebted, as is the country, but most of all, it's it's in an alliance with the South African Airways, which also faces the same problems. And they need to be taking advantage of the returning wave of tourism. And Kenya is a, is a tourist hub, so the airline strike was going to just frustrate this. The, the, the pilot strike that he saw, the court ordering them to return to work on Wednesday, which they did because there's no point. They are a critical service, and I, I think it's good. I would rather have them re- revive the airline and then talk about whatever because at this point, nobody's going to benefit because the airline was already introducing extra flights even while they were on strike. So it shows you how desperate things are. Mm-hmm. In Uganda, the country's debt hits almost... Almost 50% of the country's domestic uh, 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 GDP or uh, uh, gross domestic product. Yeah, it's, it's 80 trillion, and, and that mark, 80 trillion is about $21 billion. Elvis is not small change. And that's the mark, the 50% of the, of the GDP that IMF and World Bank normally recommend governments should not exceed. That's the ceiling that if you exceed 50% of your GDP in external and internal debt, you're going to struggle to service it. Already they are spending, what, $1.8 billion on imports and servicing the debt. That's a lot of money. We face a similar thing here in South Africa because our debt long exceeded 50% of GDP and, and that, is, that is a worrying sign, especially because most of these countries, Elvis, owe China. And owing China, we know what's going to result. China wants our resources. They want the land. They want to farm. They want to produce food here. So they are going to be cutting very unfair deals to us. But Uganda is just on the threshold. They're hoping with inflation at 10% from from 2% around the beginning of this year, they'll be able to tame it to 5% at the end of the year. And Nigeria is closely monitoring Twitter following Elon Musk's <laughs> takeover there. Yeah, Minister of Information and Culture, Mohamed Lai. The, it, Nigeria has a track record of banning some of these social media, including including Twitter. And what they're saying is because of the controversial stunts and statements and actions by Elon Musk since he took over. It's less than two weeks ago, hard to believe, but he has already fired stuff and brought them back. They are wondering whether it's just going to be another dictatorship of the social media that could end up undoing the work they are doing. Remember, he was speaking at the the scorecard of the minister, which is trying to inform people about what progress the government is making. So they are worried already that as they are doing whatever they are doing to inform the nation, Twitter could be used as a tool to misinform or disinform people. So he's saying they'll be watching it, and I'm sure Twitter knows exactly what that means because they tend to be doing what some African governments do, which is ban the social media platforms <laughs> if they believe they are working against them.